Internal Revenue Service IRS Tax News. IRS Security Summit partners remind families to make online safety a priority during National Cybersecurity Month. IR 2021-209, October 22, 2021, Washington. The Internal Revenue Service today reminded families, teens, and senior citizens about the continued importance of protecting personal and financial information online. Although the IRS and its Security Summit partners continue making strides in fighting identity theft and fraudulent tax returns, help is needed. The Security Summit works to protect taxpayers from criminals that file fraudulent returns for refunds. The Summit uh, Coalition includes representatives of the software industry, tax preparation firms, payroll and tax financial product processors, as well as state administrators and the IRS, which work together year-round to protect taxpayers. During National Cybersecurity Month, the IRS is asking parents, families, and others to be mindful of the pitfalls that can be found by sharing devices at home, shopping online, and through navigating various social media platforms. Often, those who are less experienced can put themselves and others at risk by leaving unnecessary trail of personal information for fraudsters. So clearly, the ability to be shopping online and have access to online Resources from more locations and whatnot can be good, but it can also lead to more people having access to the networks and so on, which could lead to identity theft and, and that kind of thing as well, which is bad. So staying safe online, here are a few common sense suggestions that can make a difference for children, teens, and other vulnerable groups to potential dangers to protect their personal data. So note the vulnerable people. Uh, would be the people obviously that haven't had as much experience with the online platforms. If you if you go online these days and you see something like a phishing email or something like that, and you've seen a lot of them, you're probably saying, well, that's not a very sophisticated email. I can spot that fairly clearly as some kind of scam. But if you were to step into this kind of environment without a lot of experience, say you just you you've been jumping more into basically online uh, information or or so on or working with computers more than you were in the past or if you're a younger person then the amount of kind of scammy stuff out there would be quite overwhelming i would suspect and then also of course if the scams become a little bit more sophisticated because most of the scams are used as kind of a shotgun approach and therefore they're not all that sophisticated if they do become more sophisticated they could be a little bit more a lot more difficult to kind of pick up so getting the standard idea of what what is a phishing email and the, those kind of things are the standard kind of discussions, I guess, that <laughs> need to take place these days if, if people are using a lot of resources with online access and so on. So uh, teach them to recognize and avoid scams. So phishing emails, threatening phone calls, and texts from thieves posing as the IRS or legitimate organizations pose ongoing risks. Uh, do not click on links or download attachments from unknown or suspicious emails. So clearly common kind of scams would be, you know, phishing type of emails trying to say they, they are representing some reputable organization and you'd want to base in, you know, not click on the emails going there. They're always going to usually have some kind of urgency that's involved as well. So I would say as a general rule, anybody that's pushing you to make a decision quickly, especially if there's some threat, whether it be implicit or explicit, would be something to just walk away from saying, nah. I'll, you know, I'll research it on my own and not not go for it, which is difficult because that's the point of having the pressure there to, to try to, to to give you that kind of kind of threat that you got to take care of this at this point in time. So if you watch for those kind of signs of a scammy type of thing, you might be 
easier to, to walk away from it even. Uh, remind them why security is important. Be careful not to reveal too much personal information. Keeping data secure and only providing what is necessary minimizes online exposure to scammers and criminals. Birth date, addresses, age, financial information such as bank accounts, social security numbers are among those that should not be shared freely. So more and more we're, we're acting like these days as if we can, we have a choice with some of this stuff. It's kind of like your birthday. You've had your birthday your entire life. Obviously your birthday can be used to log into certain things and it's part of the standard login to identify who you are. But you know, if you're in any social media these days, someone, if they put a little bit of effort into it, possibly could find your birthday fairly easy and you're probably celebrating it online, you know, on Facebook. So that one seems a little, even your address these days, can be kind of difficult to 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 not have out there you can try i mean obviously you're not going to put your address out there but it's you know it could be difficult because you're going to have stuff mailed to you you get everything you buy is going to need the address and so on the age again a little bit difficult because your birthday is probably out there you're probably celebrating your birthday each year which celebrates your age so so these types of things are things that can identify you and people and you don't want to put it out there online but again it would be difficult to say that these days and age that that information isn't out there so financial information clearly the financial information is something that you should have more control over and be able to have the safeguard double security and so on with the bank uh, such as the bank accounts and of, co and of course the social security number even the social security number these days however you've had it your whole life you had it, you're trying to memorize it as a kid. So you're probably telling it to, you know, you you've given it to every financial institution you've ever had and they never change. You would think if it was a, a number that was being relevant, they would change it from time to time because that's what you do with numbers like passwords and whatnot. So even the social security number can be difficult. It should, obviously you don't want to put the social security out there and, and so on. But you know, a lot of people's social security numbers may be out there these days, considering the fact that they've had it their whole life and they've been giving it to, to every financial institution that they have to, that they have to, to do business with them. So, so it becomes, the, the safeguarding becomes a lot more important because I think obviously a lot of this information as the computers become smarter and smarter is just more out there. So numbers, these are among the things to be, to be uh, more cautious about. So teach them about public Wi-Fi networks. So obviously the networks are going to be important these days too. Everything is going Wi-Fi. So again, it's kind of a thing these days where we want everything to go Wi-Fi. On the one side, you want everything to be online. But on the other hand, that, that creates more exposure to people that can get access to the your central networks. And once they have access there, then they can, you know, do whatever, whatever creepy, weird, you know, scammy thing that they want to do, right? So teach about that. So connections to the Wi-Fi in a mail or coffee shop is convenient but it may not be safe. So obviously in a coffee shop or something like that, then, you know, their Wi-Fi you could, is, is an open Wi-Fi. So hackers and cyber criminals can easily intercept personal information. Always use virtual private network when connecting with the public Wi-Fi. Always use security software with firewall and antivirus protection. So you got the, the standard kind of security like a Norton or something like that with the file, firewall protection to help you out there as well. Make sure the security software is always turned on and can automatically update. Remember to encrypt sensitive files such as tax records stored on computers. Be sure all family members have comprehensive uh, protection, especially if devices are being shared. Use strong, unique passwords uh, for each account. 
So remember, the IRS does not use text messages or, or social media to discuss personal tax issues such as those involving tax refunds, stimulus payments, or tax bills. For more information, you can visit the Tax Scams and Consumer Alert page on irs.gov. Additional information about tax scams is available on IRS social media, including YouTube videos. So there's links to those YouTube videos here. Also see publication 4524 Security Awareness for Taxpayers. There's links to those items here. There'll be a link to this in the description.